1: Spencer Spillman. What's up, everybody?
3: Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Buzz. Oh, goodness. Um, This is your host, BK. (laughs) Yeah, I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. My co-host, Coach Bean, is uh, is laughing at stuff right that's not so, so oh, so funny, yeah, <laughs> <up>. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, Chad Goodall, sup sup, and uh, our producer, Old Z Ballad, howdy fellas,
4: thanks man, thanks for hosting us, injured still, for the record, if anyone's wondering, towering still, through it though, still injured, uh, have you figured out the computer yet? The new computer? We'll, we'll get into that. I'm try my hardest. Okay.
3: Um, yeah, so I guess you could say it's still Tuesday, April 25th, even though you're listening on Friday, the twenty. At the one carry the four. Eight? <laughs> we'll go eight. Got me with the carry the four. Screwed me up. Um, as always, recording from Austin, Texas, the greatest city
4: in the world. Val, thank you for being the host. City of the world. Thanks for being the host. It is a pleasure to host the podcast, and I feel like we've gone away that I host the podcast. I feel like I want to bring that back up more. Yeah. You should. Yep. And also, uh
1: say Spencer's getting on a fake stats. Friday will be the twenty seventh. Wow. Mm. So
3: I was right mm. the first time I said it. Huh. Interesting. That's good. Okay. Um no. It's 28. 28. No. It's the twenty eighth. I was right. Twenty eighth. You can't carry the fourth. The fourth, right? Twenty fifth. Twenty
0: fifth, dude. Fifth. Are you go to work today? No. Nope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: did not That makes sense That's
1: about, I got there. three calendars there in that, As always if you're animals.
3: listening to the Sports Buzz You're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes And as always We are sponsored by the beautiful and delicious Strangeland Brewery Beer for any occasion um, And Mountain Breeze Campground Thank you to our sponsors for uh, believing in us and sticking with us, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thick and thin. If you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes, please give us a subscribe, a follow. Give us some five star reviews on iTunes. Share us out with your friends. Let us know you're listening. And, um, you know, we do have a jam-packed show tonight. We got to get moving. We probably already killed a lot of the time. Too much. Over-under
4: on the show is an hour ten. Ooh, take uh, over.
3: I'll take the under, <laughs> let's get moving I'm not even going to tell you guys what's going on we got a special guest, we got some NBA, NHL That's it, let's go <laughs> uh, No, no, but seriously, but seriously um,
4: do A you little need motivated to, Do you need sensory. to talk about the
3: Strangeland party that was going on this weekend The IPA, Pink Flamingo IPA release Jeez. I had a great time out there, man It was fun I got to talk with Adam and Tim and Jed, and I talked to the social media team. The IPA was delicious. Pink flamingo was so good. Um, they had a couple other specialties. I see you're motivated to wear your pink polo. From uh, on that pink flamingo. Didn't mean to do that. It was accidental. It just felt like wearing this polo. It's brand new, so.
4: Um, but, yeah, that, did you enjoy the... The IPA release. I had a great time, and I'm on record saying I'm not a real big IPA guy. Me either. I like a darker beer. I like a good Seasin. I like a good Hefeweizen.
0: You are a Hefeweizen guy. Even an Amber,
4: really good. But IPA I've always stayed away from. Strangeline's IPA is really, really good. Go buy it.
1: And it's now on shelves.
3: Yep.
4: Yep. And
3: I'm on your side with that. I'm not an IPA guy, but I can't wait to go out and buy me a six-pack of that IPA. It's really good. Pink Flamingo fantastic got the uh the glass yeah That's good follow them on twitter at Strangeland Brew. follow us on twitter at sports Plus tx i'm at spencer underscore spillman with one l coach bean is at french bean 89 chad is at mr chad goodall and our producer is at z ballad yeah buddy let's go ahead and get into our pro show because uh as we just said we are pressed for time let's roll a little, um, a little bit of show business? A little bit show business. Have you guys been tweeting? You're getting better at it. We're
1: getting a lot better at it. I see it more often on my uh, on news feed. Well, I think that now that Ballad and I have figured out the scheduling conflict that we had established earlier, we're, we're on a much better schedule with texting or tweeting McConaughey on a regular basis now.
4: Uh, yeah, we need help from our listeners, though. Matthew has yet to... Is it okay if I call you Matthew? I'm sure you listen to our show, Mr. McConaughey. Matt. Matt. Matt hey, Maddie. Matty. Matty guy. Um, we need our listeners to help us out. If you see us tweeting at him, go like it. Go retweet it. Go reply. Maybe reply a couple hundred times. I don't know if you have time for that kind of stuff, but if you do, it would help us out a lot, and it could get us him into our studio, which would be pretty cool. Really cool. Which you will get, help the listeners out. Yeah, it will. If you get bored. We'll distribute any money he drops off. How's that? Yeah.
3: Speaking of tweeting, as I was saying, you know, you got a new computer last week, and uh, have you figured that thing out yet? I mean, you, you got the wrong picture on the show.
4: Yeah, I uh, I haven't heard anything about that other than you guys, which I, I know you guys noticed, which is great. I mean, I definitely noticed. Yeah. I'm um, slightly
3: confused, to say the least.
4: I will say that when you search beer, just the word beer on Google in images, it's like the fourth picture that comes up, so I probably could have. Figured it out last week, but that was after a a solid six-pack of Strangeland, and that'll get you to the point where you can't Google anymore, so I got it for this week. The computer's all set up. We should be without any hiccups, but if they do happen, again, I'm injured, so I can't take blame for that, and I won't. That's true. Oh, man. Put them on a 10-day DL. Exactly.
3: Yeah. It's Uh, probably a good idea. You know, one thing you're really good at, making chicken wings. I am... That. You should you should probably go start working on those chicken wings.
4: I, I can start doing that, uh, but we need a sponsor. This is ridiculous. We
3: yeah we need somebody to give us some chicken wings so Bow doesn't have to leave and and put the burden
4: on us to keep the show going. Cause this is it's terrifying every time you leave. I know. Um. So I'm gonna leave. When we get some chicken wings. So you got flavors, flavored flavor ideas. Last week was Cajun for anybody. Last week to was Cajun. I'm gonna go classic buffalo. Well, actually, I will give you a caveat. New flavor. New flavor shit. Ooh, shit. New flavor. Mm. Um oh man.
1: Garlic Parmesan. You good? Mm. I'm gonna go with ranch. Ranch style wings. Ooh. Interesting. Because Chad's bad. <laughs> mm. Chad doesn't have a delicate palate.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a spicier jalapeno something. <laughs> Something jalapeno. Just something jalapeno, jalapeno? Just jalapeno, maybe? Jalapeno something. All right. We should keep track of this. All right. Uh, you should. <laughs> yeah, you've
3: you said that a few times. Uh, All right. Give us another split so we know how, how we're doing. Yeah. And try to just keep it under Just what? be reasonable. Like, okay. 35-40. Um,
0: okay, keep it under
4: like the... Just,
0: just be smart. Okay. Let's jump into it. Oh, under yeah, 30,
3: why don't you get started, okay? Under the 30-minute range. Around. Got
4: it. Got it. Way under 30. All
3: right. Let's go ahead and get into the east. Uh obviously we can talk about your boy LeBron real quick. A couple of really close games in that series, but um the Cavs take care of business, sweep the Pacers. The only real exciting thing that I got from the Pacers was uh Miles Turner's T-bag poster over um, uh Tristan. Tristan Thompson, both former UT players, so He was pumped afterwards too. He was and uh didn't didn't help them win a game. So
1: and Miles Turner played
0: UT. Yeah.
1: I said both former UT players. not the same guy I remember at UT,
0: honestly. I no, agree. he's so much better now. Yeah. And he didn't yeah. have, like... Honestly, yeah. That's goofy, what I'm saying. I didn't even realize that, that was the same guy. Honestly... To be honest with you. I think he is just like Jared Allen. Is that at UT, he was just getting started with his potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he gets into the NBA. But anyways, let's get back to the Pacers-Cavs. Cavs, um, Cavs what they needed to do. Yeah, no, uh, they butter. won by a margin of seven or eight points, I think, total. For the series. Um, Lowest margin of victory in a series for a sweep in a very long time. Still going at the brims. But they did what they needed to do. Game three, they had to sit Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love in order to get it done. For the fourth quarter. So, LeBron's carrying the Cavs right now. We'll see what they can do next round. I love their path going forward. So, I mean, it was was easy enough. They, They handled business. Now they get rest. LeBron... And the Cavs kind of coasted through that series, so yep. in my opinion. Yep.
3: I, I thought they coasted a little bit. Um, Coach, tell us about your Celtics. You know, they, they fell down 0-2 after losing two home games.
1: Well, you know, obviously with the issue with Isaiah Thomas and his sister and the tragedy that happened, it was obviously going to affect him. It looked like it affected more than just Isaiah. It affected the whole team. They dropped, still playing good, though. They dropped both at home, yes. Isaiah is playing phenomenally. And I think that's what has kept the Celtics focused. I think they've reestablished their focus and purpose in this playoffs. They go on the road to Chicago and steal two games 2-2. I think the Celtics are going to come back and win this, this series. Uh um, It's good to see the Celtics bounce back.
3: Yep, yep, I agree. And they did a good job to win two more on the road in Chicago. Yeah, they had a Ronda-less Chicago team. Um, had a backup point guard out there for Chicago, but... That's the playoffs, man. You got to yeah. win with what you have. Win with what you have. Another good series that I'm really enjoying is the Raptors Bucks, and I, I'm I'm on the Bucks bandwagon, man. I, I like watching the Bucks play. I like Giannis. I I like watching the young guys. They're down three two. The Raptors win last night. I hope that the Bucks can at least tie that up and go to a game seven because that series is exciting. I think those two teams are very evenly matched. Chad.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm definitely on the Bucks bandwagon. However, they won the first two, lost the last three. So, yeah. um, Jason Kidd, come on, man. Pull them together. We need to see a Game 7 in the series. Yep, I agree. Another really, really I'd love close... to see Dwight Howard, or sorry, I would love to see um, the Raptors lose first round. I would love... I'd love I would, too. DeRozan's playing out of his mind, yeah. though. Yeah,
3: DeRozan's playing really well. Giannis is playing great faltered a little bit in Game 5,
1: but you know, I just he's... can't root against the Raptors right now. I, I like the way that Raptors team I like design. both of the teams. Yeah. I like that's, them both. Yeah, that's the hard thing with this series. It's, it's really enjoyable because yeah. they're both likable teams. They're tough. both
0: young teams young, to where they're getting better and you're seeing it in this series that they're getting game to that game. point. From game to game, you they
3: know? get better. I mean, the Raptors are obviously improving from game to game. Um, the Wizards and Hawks is kind of a weird one, too. I don't know what to say about either one of these teams. I feel like the Hawks were pretty much one foot in the grave, one on a banana peel, and battled back to win two straight, tied the thing up at two, and the Wizards have just faltered. Like, they just fell asleep. I I think they thought they were going to coast through this and sweep the Hawks, and they haven't done that. So... Now we got a series.
0: Yeah, Bradley Beal's playing really good for the Wizards. Um, and I really like in game four how the Hawks actually started getting Dwight Howard more involved. Um, <coughs> that's what they need to do. They need to dominate the inside out uh, to even be competitive, I think. The Wizards need to shoot better. I mean, John Wall just was non existent. I couldn't find him anywhere on the floor. Um, he was missing <coughs> shots left and right. So, um, in order for the Wizards to get back, John Wall needs to have a great game five.
3: Yeah, do they play tonight or no? They play tomorrow. Tomorrow, okay. Um tomorrow being Wednesday, Wednesday, so when y'all listen
1: to this, it's already happened. Um I believe they have the game six for both Washington and the Celtics on on Friday when we when our podcast comes out. So
3: I think that's right. We'll give our first impressions on both of those game sixes. It'll be a little interesting to, to guess what's gonna happen in game five and game six, but um you know we'll figure it out. But let's go ahead and move on to the West. Let's uh, talk about another sweep. A lot of people were saying Trailblazers were going to win this series in six, especially with Durant hurt. And Who said that, Damian Lillard? Probably. I think it was Damian Lillard um, and, and Blazers fans. But, you know, the loss of Steve Kerr is a little interesting. Um, if he comes back, I mean, he may retire with his back. His back injury is just a little too much to, to sit there and, and move up and down the sideline. But the Warriors sweep nonetheless and actually dominated last night. Um, they looked good. Durant was back off of uh, off the injury. And the Warriors did what they had to do. They won most of the games by quite a bit. I mean, it really wasn't a close game in this series. So, are you surprised by
0: how the way this series played out, Chad? Uh, no. No. Um not either. I'm not surprised at all. Warriors should have swept. War war the Warriors should sweep their next series as well. I was on air saying that the West is not as strong as what everyone thinks it is. I said that the East was a better conference than the West now. Um and I'm still on record by saying that and I still believe it. And you can look at these first round games on that exact reasoning why. I would say team to team, I agree with you. As far as you have more competitive games yes. in the East than you do the West. So I'm not surprised by it. I still don't think it's a big deal one way or the other that um, the Warriors swept. So
1: many naps in this house. So minutes.
0: let's move on to the Spurs and Grizzlies. It's... Ah. I just want to say,
1: say it was good to see the Trailblazers play them a really tough series. It's unfortunate they couldn't get any wins. Uh, Game three, obviously, was their best game, having the big lead. They blew it late, but it's good to see a Trailblazers team that is a very young team that's developing. Obviously, Damian Lillard is the biggest highlight of the Trailblazers, but it's good to see them... Slowly progressing.
3: Well, out. when you lose a guy like LaMarcus Aldridge, who, I mean, it's hard to yeah to replace that. And speaking of LaMarcus' new team, you know, Chad, you were saying the Spurs and the Grizzlies. Tell me what you see here. Spurs win the first two. Grizzlies come back, win their two at home. Um, they're playing right now. Spurs are up 65-54 uh, with eight and a half left in the third. So, I mean, did you expect the Grizzlies to even win two?
0: No, I didn't. And after watching, you know, these first four games, um, the Spurs are old. <laughs> I think they're old. I think uh, Monty Ginobili he's got can't go. throw it in the ocean. Got to go. Tony Parker's just not up to par anymore. Um, I think this this series is going to go seven. To Ooh. be honest with you, I think it's going to go seven. Ooh. I don't think the Grizzlies are going to be able to pull it off. I think the Spurs pull it out, but it's very. Uh, for Spurs, Spurs fan, I'd be very scared about the next round. I would be too. I would be too. I mean, I'm glad I don't root for
1: the Spurs. I mean, looking at Game Four, the only bit I was able to catch was that overtime part, and just seeing Kawhi Leonard take over. Well, Kawhi in the, the fourth too. Yeah. Hit those two threes yeah. to to have a tie ball game, and then obviously Marcus All hits the big shot to win the game in overtime. Um, I, I think this is exactly on par with what this series was slated out to be, honestly. Memphis is a really, really good playoff basketball team. Well,
3: the two teams, the, the Spurs and Grizzlies split their, their regular season record against each other. Yeah,
1: but when you look the at the— The Grizzlies S- have always given the Spurs <clears throat> trouble, though. But that's what I'm saying. When you look at the Grizzlies' playoff history, Gasol, Zebo, and Conley, and even Allen Tunisian. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, they don't have him Alan, in this right, series right, right, right now, right. but— he would be a huge difference maker right now, yes. and and the Grizzlies are just that gritty playoff team. They're ready. They're made for series, and that's the biggest thing about Memphis. That's what makes them so dangerous. I think San Antonio will win this in six. Obviously, they go home. I think they'll win that home. I think they'll close it out on the road. But it's one of those series where you look at Memphis and you say maybe not a great regular season team, but they're always around in the playoffs and they're always a tough team. They're because. a feisty team. Um, I love their bigs. I love Gasol and Zebo. I love that combination.
0: I, I just, in a million years, never would have thought Gasol would have taken the last shot. Oh, no. I don't think anyone could have called that. No.
1: Especially with Mike Conley getting paid as much as he is. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and you're right, Jad, If I was a Spurs fan, I'd be worried. I, I, would, I would not be worried, but getting into our next set of games, Spencer, I think you got to be pretty worried and excited. Maybe I, all, all yeah. wrapped up in one. Yeah. Your your Rockets now lead your Thunder three to one. They're playing tonight. They're they're up by eight right now. Thunder nine. Start by nine, yeah. We're
3: the, the rockets so,
1: are up by Rockets are up by oh, nine. Okay. So your rockets are beating your Thunder rockets are gonna nine. move on. Yes. Yeah. Obviously you're gonna get a winner out of this. What do you think about this series, how it's gone? It's been obviously a very competitive, very aggressive series, you could say. It should be tied two 2 as of now. Uh, the Thunder screwed up game
3: game four. They had it at home. They had the lead all game long. You know, Andre Robertson misses free throws and the Dude. Thunder bench laughs at him and then somehow they can't foul and then they when they do decide to foul Nene, it's when he's literally under the basket dropping the ball into the hoop. Like Give him free and one, you lose by four. That's clearly on the on the Thunder. Whether it be coaching, whether it be players, I don't know. I I don't know why they couldn't foul, but it was a joke. They they blew that one. That's that's on them. They blew a huge lead. Should have won game four. Should be two two. Well, technically three two after the Rockets win this game. But um, I just don't. I don't think they had anything to play for tonight.
0: No, um, they should not have won Game 4, and it's because Russell Westbrook went 4-for-14 four from the field in Game 4 in the fourth quarter. Uh, that's everyone's MVP right now. He is not a fourth-quarter player. No, he's shooting in, He's shooting 32% from the floor in the fourth quarter in the series, and he's averaging two assists in the fourth quarter in the series. He had one assist in Game 4. That's the problem, in my opinion. Russell Westbrook is a facilitator. He needs to get his other guys the ball instead of taking 14 shots when you're not hitting. So, they're going to lose tonight. Rockets going to close out because James Harden's the real MVP, and the Rockets are going to move
1: on. <laughs> I'll agree with you there, Chad. I mean, that's that's what I've been saying for a while now. James Harden is good. The Rockets are on a roll. They're going to get on to the next series. And then the final matchup in the West, one that's turned out to be a really good one, yep. the Clippers and the Jazz, they're tied up 2-2. I think they're playing tonight.
0: They were playing tonight. Yeah. The yeah, they're the late players. game. Without Blake Griffin.
1: No Blake Griffin. They're I think the Clippers are in a little bit of trouble here. Spencer. Yep. What have you seen from the series?
3: I haven't watched a lot, but I like the, the energy from, from Utah. I like the the younger team. I just feel like the Clippers have never really been a you know, that family, that team that
1: you see from the Rockets, from They're not like the Grizzlies. You're not afraid of them in the playoffs.
3: But they're but they're young and they can beat you any night, any given night, just by their athleticism. And you gotta watch out for their mascot. I mean, the mascot is <laughs> he's dangerous, man. He'll take your ass out. We got a story about that later on coming up. But I, I like I like the uh, like the Jazz. I just don't like the Clippers, man. I can't root for the Clippers at all. I hate Blake Griffin. I hate Chris Paul. I hate Matt Barnes. See on the team he's, now. He's on
0: the Warriors, bro. Oh. Okay. He was hurt last game. He didn't play. I still neither did Charlotte. I still hate that part.
3: Um, I just I'm not a
0: fan of the Clippers. I don't. I don't know. Chad. Best thing that can happen for the Clippers is that they lose this series. They fire Doc Rivers and they, gotta they get, get rid back to rebuilding. Uh, Blake Griffin's a free agent at the end of this year. Um, he needs to go elsewhere. Clippers need to rebuild. You can't have a father coach. It's not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't know. he's actually he actually saved Austin Rivers' career and Austin Rivers played really well in the last two years. Uh, Austin Rivers is not playing this series. He's been hurt. I think if he was playing, this series would actually be a whole lot more lopsided the Clippers way because of Austin Rivers experience whenever Chris Paul was hurt. Um, I don't really care who wins this series. I want to be close because whoever wins, it's going to lose next round anyway. So, well, I mean,
3: you're the expert. I am the expert. I don't, I don't have a button to push to uh, do that because our producer still not come back. Um, hopefully, uh, old Coach Bean can figure out how to pause our uh, Audacity here. Um, so we're going to go ahead and uh, take a quick break and get you a little bit of music. We'll be right back to talk a little bit of uh, a little bit of chill. We got Chill Guy Corey coming up, chill, and uh, then we got a bunch of segments of first impressions. So we'll be right back with a little bit more sports buzz, and we'll be back in just a moment. So is it just trust me
2: something in the air just above me? Something like a dream state. You call it clean break. Do
3: you feel the bust? Do you feel the bust Welcome back to another episode? Oh, that's our break, I guess. Yeah. Um we've yeah. been drinking, sorry. Um to the sports buzz here, we do have a special guest
4: and Ready to talk a little bit of Chell, yeah? Oh yeah, we got our, our official Chell guy, Mr. Corey Ramsey, calling in. He was on the junior Olympic team as a child, played for the Topeka Roadrunners <laughs> in high school, and recently graduated from OU, uh, which still sucks. What time is it? Oh yeah, they still suck. Um, 9.53. Yeah, but he's here to talk some uh, NHL with us. Hey, Corey, what's going on? What's
2: going on, guys?
4: Hey, yeah, thanks for being yeah. here. We want to get your... We, uh, we really appreciate you coming on and,
3: and making us feel like absolute dirt last week. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> hey, man, I, I was pretty correct on most of my predictions. <laughs> so hopefully I can do
4: the same thing again. Yeah, let's see about that, Corey. So let's start with the first round of uh, the NHL playoffs. We just wrapped it up. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, what do you think about that first round? Well, Uh, A bunch of things happened that I did not expect
2: necessarily. Um, fucking number one and number two teams in the West were eliminated in four games and then five games. Chicago Blackhawks didn't score, uh, any goals in the first two games. (laughs) Um, pretty, pretty crazy to think about a team that dynamic and powerful, uh, goes up against the Preds, you know, one of the last season teams and, and, uh, can't even score. So, the Preds are sitting pretty good right now. I know they got, uh, St. Louis coming up here in round two. Um, I mean, St. Louis just walked right through, uh, you know, 104-point Minnesota Wild team, Yeah. made them look kind of stupid. So that was, uh, both of those were shots to me. Um, I, I knew that, but I, I figured that the Minnesota-St. Louis series was going to go the distance, um, but I did not predict that to happen. Jake Allen was fired. Uh, he was stealing games for him. I don't know if he can do that again in round two. Um, and then moving down, I had my ducks, of course. They're kicking some ass. Swept the Flames. Um, not a huge surprise there. I had the Ducks win in and five. But um, then it goes down to San Jose and uh, Edmonton. Like I said, Edmonton in six. Um, just announced though that Jumbo Joe played that entire series with a torn ACL and MCL, and Logan Couture had a broken jaw. So.
1: They were pretty, uh, pretty beat up, so that's uh, not a big surprise there for me. Yeah, that, that, um, Corey, that really would have swayed my pick there with San Jose if I had known Joe Thornton was playing with uh, a bum knee the whole time.
2: I know, man. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're just hopping
1: uh, on that Sharks bandwagon. <laughs> no, but, uh, that, uh, no, they're, they're a good team,
2: but they were, they were beat to shit. So, um, I did not think they were going to get through to Edmonton who is one of the most physical teams in the NHL. Um, Vim and Anaheim are going to have an absolute battle in this second round. Both teams are very gritty. Um, For some reason, all these Western Canadian teams seem to absolutely hate the Ducks. I don't know what they've
3: done, but they all want to get after the Ducks, so it's going to be a battle. Well, Um, we'll we'll get in We'll get in And uh, and start with the East And a series that I'm more than excited for That that I was expecting From the get-go You know, Washington and Pittsburgh You know, give us your prediction On that series I I can't wait for it, Corey That's the best series, in my opinion Oh, yeah, that's just another
2: one of those Crosby
3: versus Ovechkin series Of course What kind of sucks about the, the format of the NHL playoff Is that The number one and number two teams in the East are going to have to play each other
2: in the second round, which sucks. Washington and Pittsburgh are head and shoulders better than uh, the Rangers and the Senators. Um, I think it's pretty unfair how that has to work out, because whoever wins that series is going to win the East. Um, But that Toronto team, man, they played really hard against Washington. I mean, almost every game went into overtime. Um, Toronto's one of the youngest teams in the NHL, and they played them tough. Um, I really think Washington's going to come back and rebound uh, against I
3: agree. the Penguins. I know, uh, Ovech has got some kind of weird mental block against Crosby and the Penguins, but I think, it's true. uh, if Washington plays physical, they can get through him. He's got the American um, hero in TJ Oshie, though, so it's, it's different right. this time.
2: He's kick-ass, he's leading the Capitals right now in play- playoffs, so... And then you got Mr. Game 7 and Justin Williams, so you yep. can, never, can never, uh... Take the capital lightly, even though they struggled there a little bit in that first round. I and mean, they they did clean up in six games, but uh, they definitely have their, their test out for them. And then uh, that Ottawa Boston series
3: was pretty badass. Uh, I I'm kind of a fan of the Ottawa Senators. That would be uh, Ottawa and New York, I, sir. Yeah, it's gonna be Ottawa New York. I have Ottawa going. You said Boston. Uh, I gotta I gotta grill you any chance I got. Okay. <laughs> oh
2: man, I'm not. A, I hate all New England sports fans.
4: <laughs> 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 to win. Fucking Tommy TD, he's the whole nine yards. I hate it. So, I
2: think I think you're on the wrong uh, podcast, Corey. <laughs> they're, they're, they're awesome. They've
4: got uh, two guys on
1: the, the Perseverance Award nominations. Their goalie, Craig Anderson, one of the best goalies in
2: the NHL the entire season, had to take two weeks of absences to uh, take care of his wife who got diagnosed with lung cancer. And then. On the, on the front end, they got Clark MacArthur, who was out since October 2015 with concussion syndrome, uh, comes back and gets an overtime goal against the Bruins. So I think the Spirits are high right now in the, the
3: Ottawa Senators locker room. I think they're going to roll uh, past the Rangers. I'm calling it six. Okay. Senators and six. You got Senators and Caps so far. Let's move on to
0: the West. Chad, bring it up. Yeah, Corey. So um, we got the Ducks-Oilers. Now, do the Ducks fly together or do the Oilers take this one?
2: Oh, the Ducks are flying together, baby. The Ducks are going to the final. I love the, the way they're set up. They're built for a playoff team. They've got the number one shutdown center of the NHL, Ryan Kessler, who's gonna be just shit stirving uh, Connor McDavid, who's obviously an absolute stud with the the leading point getter in the NHL this season at a nineteen year old. Um, he's a female, but Kessler's gonna get under his skin. Edmonton doesn't quite have the experience that the Ducks have, so I I think the Ducks are gonna win. Uh, this series but it is going to be a battle and I do think it's going to go seven games um, so out of that that series we got the Ducks and then there's that Nashville St. Louis series I think Nashville is more uh, playoff built than St. Louis um, just all around I think they have a lot more depth, they're more physical um, they've got three good defensemen they they got two good forward lines and goalie that can steal games uh, whereas St. Louis is a little more uh, heavy and relies on one, two, three players. Um, and their goalie, though, has been phenomenal. Uh, he stole that first round against
4: Minnesota. But I think I'm going to have the Predators in six games. Yeah, well, so, Corey, we got we got eight teams left. You know, we're into the second round. Now that it's all shaped up a little bit, give, mm-hmm. give us some predictions. Who do you see in the Stanley Cup, and, and who's going to win the damn thing?
2: All right, I've got Anaheim, Washington. I think I think Washington, it's just a matter of time. They cannot let Pittsburgh beat them every goddamn year. So I think Washington's due. I really I really think they're due. I think they're going to play Pittsburgh extremely physical because they know how much pressure is on them. Uh, the, the Capitals did finish first in the NHL, but I honestly think they're underdogs going into the series against the Penguins,
3: um, and they're just going to let loose. Um, That's I, what I'm talking about. Carry some momentum with them, and I think they're, they're going to beat them, and whoever wins that Washington-Pittsburgh series is definitely
2: going to walk over Ottawa or New York, probably beat them, and I would say no more than six games, so I've I got Washington-Anaheim in my finals, and I'm sticking with it, I think both teams uh, have what it takes, they've got the depth, they've got the skill, the speed, but they're also very gritty, uh, so I'm, I'm sticking with that prediction, and out of that, I think if those
3: teams go, uh, I think Washington's going to win it. I think Attaboy. Anaheim. I
2: think Anaheim is just they're gonna they're gonna play too many physical teams in the West, and they're just gonna be I think a little too beat up to uh, outperform a team like Washington if it goes to the finals.
4: Uh, so Corey, it's great to get your predictions. That's all well and good, but let's get down to the stuff that matters. I got a guy who really likes to bet overs in the NFL playoffs. Uh, but he likes to understand maybe who the worst goalies are, who are the bad defenses. If you were going to bet some overs, you know, which, which series would you be looking at? Washington. Um,
2: let's see. I would say, yeah, I would say that Anaheim and Edmonton won. Uh, Edmonton, they do not have good defense. Um, their, goal tending, their, their goalie had a very good season, but he is uh, – He's a above average goalie, but he's not a top five, maybe not even top ten NHL goalie. Um, so I would go with, with the Ducks there, um, and then rolling over to the East. I think, man, the Senators—they're they, surprising me, but I think that is going to be a high-scoring series for the most part. You got Henrik, but man, I. I don't know. I think the Rangers are going to get some goals on uh, the Senators,
0: but I think the Senators are still going to pull it off. But even
3: with as many goals as the Caps gave up in the first in the first round, I know that was very uncharacteristic. Okay, that was. I think, but see, the thing is, I think that
2: Pittsburgh-Washington series is going to be high scoring too. Pittsburgh, uh, their their number one goalie got hurt in warmups, so they're using their backup right now, and then their number one defenseman is out. So that's going to be just a shootout right there. I think that the Pittsburgh Washington series is going to be the highest scoring series, uh, but I think both teams are going to get lots of goals. So that yeah. one's a little tougher to say on which end to go for, but I would say for sure in a series you go with Anaheim over Edmonton.
3: It should be exciting. And hey, Corey, you know, thanks so much again for telling us where we're wrong as you, as you did very well last week and, um, it's always a pleasure, man. We we look forward to talking to you again soon. Um, you know, hopefully next week. If not, we'll talk to you the week later and uh, and get your your take on the uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Of course, guys. Take care and go ducks. Hey
4: yo,
0: quack quack quack. Thanks, Corey. Quack. Yep,
3: Thanks oh. to Corey Ramsey for calling
4: in our tail guy official chill guy. Um let's go ahead and get into some segments here. Wait, first chat, how'd that make you feel to have another expert on the show? Make me feel good. Yeah. Make me feel really little, good. Little, little pressure on no, no
0: tension. No tension. Expert you gotta have expert. a couple smart guys call in. Can't rely on can have all these dummies, dummies, dummies all the time.
3: Anything. We have a golf expert too. I don't
0: know if you've can't listened our live show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's
4: not me. Roast. <laughs> Boom! Roasted. It's not me It's not a roast. That's all just right. truth. Let's get to
3: these next segments. All
4: right, some segments. Um,
3: so we'll, we'll go ahead and call the "Moving Company." Um, Demarcus Ware, one of my favorite players of all time, finally came home, made his last stop, and uh, signed a one-day contract to retire a Dallas Cowboy. And look, you're not involved in this segment at all, so please keep your your comments and noises to yourself. Did you he uh, went somewhere else to
1: win a Super Bowl.
3: He went somewhere else to win a Super Bowl. He came home to Dallas, where he felt was home.
1: Best part Stop of his talking. career was in Denver.
3: Stop talking. <laughs> Leading leader in team sacks for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, Demarcus Ware is class act. Came back just to sign the contract. His son is sitting there in the picture wearing a, a jersey of his. Standing. I mean, it's it's just a it was a feel good story having D Ware come home.
1: Yeah, it's real good having d Ware surrounded by... I told you, by, you to
0: shut the
3: fuck
4: up. <laughs> by all those white, rich white guys. Chad, what do you think about it?
0: I could care less, man. I mean, DeMarcus Ware left us when we needed him. I mean, I'm glad he retired a cowboy, but I really could care less about it. DeMarcus,
4: welcome some. I will say, there's a lot of people who want to come retire as cowboys, which makes me think there's a special perk or club that you could be in as you retire as a cowboy, so... Uh, I mean well, they're they're, all, like, had, I'm glad to have him. Have, he
0: didn't win a championship here, so I can tell us about him. Emmett did probably it, a special and D-Ware did it.
3: in
1: Jerry World.
3: I mean Emmett, As there should be. When Emmett did it, it was because Emmett was known as a cowboy. D Ware did it because he's known as a
4: cowboy. Yeah. What do we got next? So don't try Marcus. and don't he's try
3: and champion. destroy DeMarcus Ware's credibility as a cowboy. You hurt my feelings, you destroyed my segment. Talking about Demarcus Ware.
1: I'm just saying Demarcus Ware's credibility. All right, well, talk with about temper. your talk about your but gay
3: tight end that killed himself.
1: Just <laughs> to be clear, rules are rules. Rules are rules. rules. And Aaron Hernandez went to jail, life sentence because he killed somebody. I mean, he was appealing that. That was a rule. He's appealing that. You kill someone, you go to jail. That's a law. Uh, (laughs) He's appealing it. But uh, some more news came out. uh, Massachusetts this weekend, or I guess last week, uh, Aaron Hernandez, after everything was all said and done with his double murder trial, was found dead uh, after hanging himself in his prison cell. Um, Even as a Patriot fan who had Aaron Hernandez, who enjoyed Aaron Hernandez for a while, I still really don't know how to feel about all this. I mean, the guy is a piece of shit. He killed somebody. He deserved to be where he was. Possibly three people. I don't necessarily. F- oh, that's allegedly he was. Allegedly. acquitted he was of the other guilty. two, so acquitted. Yeah. Um. I just I don't I don't have a place in my heart for people who are so. Who choose to be so destructive in life, and and that's what Aaron Hernandez was. That's who he was. Um, yes, I mean, obviously there's other aspects of his life. He is a person just like anybody else, but he's a murdering son of a bitch, and I really don't feel anything else outside of that. Um, I don't know how you guys feel. I mean, obviously, like, anytime an NFL player goes to jail, it's, it's a big deal because it's something extreme. Um...
4: Well, if I could, the reason why this is in the rules for our rules segment is because of the loophole that Aaron Hernandez may or may have not qualified his family he for. He won't qualify for it. but the, so Break it down for us, Spencer. It's,
3: it's an old Massachusetts law. And if you die while you're on an appeal for a conviction, then technically you die an innocent man, which would make Aaron Hernandez eligible for the $15 million that he is owed from the New England Patriots. However, the more I thought about it, you know, he got acquitted of the double murder, but was convicted of a five-year charge for a felony illegal gun charge in that case. So, the more I thought about it, the more I thought, he's not gonna, his family's not going to get a dime. And, and you know, we thought, wow, he just became father of the year. He, he committed suicide for this and that. There's other uh, things coming out why he may have committed suicide. Um... And, and who he wrote
4: suicide letters to but uh, that's for another day um, we'll see if that comes up if, if it does we're not going to speculate on it just yet but it could happen let's move on though we got sports guys talking politics
1: yeah and uh, guess what Patriots went to the White House they won a <laughs> Super Bowl um
3: how come what? all you talk about the Patriots, man? Honestly,
1: <laughs> this was a weird kind of event. You know, it, it wasn't. was weird. You you look at this this 2015 photo of when the Patriots <laughs> were at the White House. People are up the steps. It's filled out, and you look at this 2017 photo. There's nobody, man. It's just everyone on the platform. Like it, it it's really, it's odd to see that so many people are just. They either don't know what to feel or think or say, or they just choose to stay out of it. You know, I mean, obviously we like to stay out of politics. I think more, it's probably the latter. Not, I think it's probably the um, latter. But it's just a weird situation, especially with a president who doesn't enjoy sports as much as Barack Obama did. I think that's kind of sure. interesting.
3: I, I don't understand this because I would love an opportunity to go to the White House and meet the president, no matter who he was or she was. It doesn't matter. I want to go to the White House and meet the president. I think that's a cool
0: opportunity that a lot of players just didn't want to take advantage of. I think this is absolute bullshit. I think that if you win the Super Bowl and you get offered to go to the White House, it's like if you're in sales and you win the president's trip for your firm. Are you just not going to go on the president's trip because you don't like your bosses? No, you're going to go because that's what you do. That's your job. That's what you do. So, I don't like it. Um... I understand that they're trying to protest stuff, but it's not for them to protest right now. Uh, you no, go there no nice with deal. your team; it's your team. I mean, I
1: just disagree because it's not his boss. I will say
0: that I if, can understand if gonna... that, but your boss is the New England Patriots, and you want a trip to the White House by winning the Super Bowl. So
4: kick it over, Chad.
0: I don't, I don't think this—I don't think that's you know a funny topic because I don't like talking sports. But something that is funny is this Clipper fan pushing down. The kid in this race, and the mascot completely obliterating him uh, shouldn't during be a funny. halftime show. But shouldn't be funny. Shouldn't be funny, but this is fine. But. but it's
3: hilarious. Because this Clippers fan, at a halftime, oh, or cheater. in between, shoves a kid. They're in, like, bubbles. Like, they're running, like, hamster wheels. Shoves a child to the ground. Wins the race, and then the Utah Jazz mascot absolutely comes and does his best Ray Lewis and just lays him just kills him, fuck
1: out. Dude, he gives him a shoulder and just watches him.
3: Oh, yeah. He's full speed. I think he's got football pads on underneath that uh, uniform. Either way, it was, it was messed up. The dude straight two-hand shoved a child. He deserved it.
0: Shouldn't be funny, but he deserved it. So, I'm just speculating on it. Like... The mascot, if this guy got knocked out in this ball, does the mascot get any repercussions? Because he nailed that guy.
4: Hell no. He should be given a raise. I'll say this. Stay woke. This whole thing is staged. There's no way that the the Utah Jazz put a Clippers fan at random in a ball against a child that's also rooting for the Jazz. This whole thing is staged. But good marketing because we're talking about it right now.
1: And you can find it on our Twitter page because we shared this. So this is a great video for you to enjoy anytime you have some time to watch.
3: That thing's hilarious. I loved it. The video is so fun. <laughs> it's
4: great. We got right, a little. About, uh, what's next? Little tennis news. Got a little bit of good for you. Good for you. Serena Williams expecting a baby this fall. Uh, I don't know much about babies. I don't know much about. I think they take nine months to make. I think so. Hey, to, <laughs> to make or to, to produce? Who knows? I mean, they de- it,
0: it, it's, it's only, depending on how you are, probably n- not nine months to make.
4: Depends, Depends. And there was, there was a good six hours in sports media where nobody knew for sure that Serena Williams was pregnant. But it was nice of her uh, PR agent, Kelly Bush Novak, to come out and just tell everybody, Serena is expecting a baby this fall, so... She posted we, on her Snapchat, too, 20 weeks. But that got deleted. Oh. Yeah, so it was all speculation for a little bit, but I think we can all join together in giving a, Serena Williams a big sports buzz. Get Good for you. you! What do we got next?
3: Uh, well, I just want to say Serena Williams did win the, uh, the Australian Open while pregnant with that baby, so... A champion in the making, the baby or is already me. a Grand Slam champion. Mm-hmm. He was there, he or she was there. So next up, we got a new segment. There we go, there we go. New segment, hockey tough. Joe Thornton. Not only uh, you may have you may have heard uh, Corey talk about it. And Zach talked about it a little bit. I'll drink for it. But um, Joe Thornton played. He was hurt, came back, played four games in the NHL playoffs with a torn ACL and MCL in his left knee somehow and is now having surgery. The guy's not a young dude. He's been around. Old Jumbo Joe. ACL and MCL, you know, coach, I'll drink while,
1: uh, while you break this down a little bit. I mean, I honestly don't know what to say. I mean, first of all, come out and tell me you're playing with this so I don't have to pick the San Jose Sharks and look like an idiot on my Sports Talk podcast. (laughs) But, I mean, what kind of guy goes out there and says, you know what, I don't have any ligaments in my knee. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to go. Austin Walker. I am ready to hit somebody as hard as I possibly can. It's not
0: Rajon Rondo.
1: Joe Thornton is a straight-up man's man who plays a man's game.
0: But the man's beard.
1: God, his beard is,
3: is intimidating.
1: Awesome. I can't tell if that's frostbite on his beard or if it's just gray. I mean, that's honestly how manly and how tough Joe Thornton is. I'm
4: impressed. No doubt he's a man. But uh, uh, what's our last segment? It's going to be
1: troll move. We're going to get back into an old one, but a goodie. Uh, our troll move of the week comes from the Tampa Bay Rays. This is so great. Detroit Tigers game last week. Uh, apparently, because Tampa Bay sells so few tickets, people are individually audible in the stadium, and in the first three innings of the game, a fan in the stands on two seemingly harmless pop flies in shallow outfield called, I got it, from the stands... Enough to confuse Ian Kinsler and other Tigers Jacoby and Kobe Jones, let it. Tyler Collins. I mean they all looked stupid. They all let the pop fly go because they heard the call I got it from the stands. Brad <laughs> Osmus after the game even said, you know, that's part of the game. And it seems like when you sell as few seats as that, you can actually hear it, which is and the what made won, it worse. The Rays
3: won eight seven, by the way. The Rays
1: did end up winning the game eight to seven. <laughs> Guys. What do you think that's troll move?
3: I love Brad Ausmus saying, you know, it happens. But as a player, you have to know that there's gonna be. I mean, every time I went to a Round Rock Express game, if there was a foul, like a foul ball coming near, I was screaming, "I got it!" If I was close to the field, I was screaming. Of course, you try to get in guys' heads, even in college games. So yes, I'm, I'm totally good with what the Rays fans did. Good for them, and that's
0: baseball, man.
1: Well, good thing that wasn't you good with that or good for you.
0: I don't care. He didn't have. Nice know. try. Uh, I'm, I'm all about the heckling. Coach knows this. He's all about the heckling.
1: Oh, you and I have heckled some JV soccer games together. so many
0: people, and I only <laughs> wish. <laughs> hey, hey, Chad. hey, Chad, this isn't, are you good for that, by the way.
3: He, he already <laughs> let me know.
0: No, I know. I'm just saying how much I appreciate these fans for doing this, because I only wish I got the chance to do this. For real. Like, I'm... Honestly jealous that I didn't get the chance to say I got it to a national baseball player in a game.
1: Yeah. If only I could live in Tampa to be a season ticket holder yes. so that I could heckle like this, I would be in heaven.
0: Honestly, man, you wouldn't have to be a ticket season ticket holder. they probably buy five dollar tickets. Tampa Bay would probably pay me the to have go
4: there. They would
3: probably give you free tickets to go. <clears throat>
4: Yeah, on the record, the only thing I like about baseball is the ability to yell at players because they can hear you. And and, in a later show, a later episode, I will tell a story about one of the greatest, in my opinion, from my own view, baseball heckling things that ever happened. I okay. will, I'll share that in a later episode. A little a tease
3: for the listeners. I got a good Little League heckling baseball story, so we can we can go back and forth on we'll that. A, whole
0: he- a ba- baseball heckling episode. We should.
3: Right around the World Series. Something.
0: I know yeah, he wants man. to talk baseball. I got one. I've seen a ton of heckling out of the coach up there. All right,
4: so let's go ahead and get into first impressions. Let's do it. it. What do we got? First impressions. Let's start with the NBA. We got a bunch of game sixes. Let's do it. We got the Spurs taking on the Grizzlies to start off. Spencer, what's your first impression? Um, let's yes, see. Yes, they did win tonight. Let's see. Benzer Spurs. Is it over? Uh, no, but they're going to win. Okay. Um,
0: so I will take, that. that's going to be back in... Ooh, I take it back. There was uh, five minutes it's left. At Me- it's in Memphis. Five, 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 five point game. Five minutes left. But it's in Memphis for game six.
3: Oh boy. Uh, okay, back in Memphis for game six. Um, I take Spurs, <laughs> in, six. Spurs in six.
1: Spurs in six. Coach? Uh, I alluded to this a little earlier. I think the Spurs are in a good place. I think they'll lock this up after tonight's game. I got the Spurs winning game six on the
4: road. Um, yeah, I'm going to disagree with you guys. I'm taking the Grizzlies home. Let's go to seven on this one. Chad, first impression? I agree with you, Mr. Valid. Yeah, Sending it right back to you. The Raptors in Milwaukee taking on the Bucks. Can I get a first impression from you, Chad?
0: Yeah, as much as I really want the Bucks to win this game, I think the Raptors take it. The Bucks have kind of fallen off. Um, I'm gonna say Raptors in six. However, I will not be disappointed if the Bucks come back and make this a game seven. I really hope that happens.
4: Yeah, baby. I'm siding with our expert here. I'm taking the Raptors, forcing a game seven, baby. Coach, i
1: will have to disagree, with Chad. There, uh, yep. I think the Bucks are be better at home and I think that Giannis will take care of business, force a game seven. I'd love to see a game seven in this series. I think we all would honestly. I'm going to take the Bucks with this one and hope that we do get a game seven. Spencer? I'm on sure. coach's side. He's a coach.
3: Sure. I'm going to take the Bucks.
0: He only knows that.
3: Wow. He has no belief in me. I take the Bucs. I think you're going to hang on. And, and win G- this series. Go with Tischkris. Well, Spencer, I oh, we think they're going to win this series too, huh? Yes. Mm. Interesting. Giannis, I'm all on Giannis. Greek Giannis, Greek. wow. Giannis
4: is us. a stud. We had the Clippers taking on the Jazz in Utah. What's your first impression there? The Clippers can't go out
3: and and meet a bunch of prostitutes because they're they're all Mormons. So the Clippers, they, they or may or, be able to, um, or, the, or the Jazz. The Clippers, Clippers, Clippers are, are going to be in Utah. So the Clippers are Mormon. No, 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 no. In Utah.
1: Okay. They're saying yeah. they can't get their Tinder on too many Mormons can't get in tender, Utah.
3: Tinder on, but they
4: like. To, okay. Remember,
1: Tinder makes it easier for. I pick the Jazz.
4: jazz. Yeah. The Jazz. Coach. Shit. First impressions, yeah. Clippers Jazz.
1: Yeah, I can't stand gingers as it is. <laughs> Half gingers are even worse. I'm going to Utah. <laughs> Is that a Blake Griffin joke? Fuck you, Blake Griffin!
4: <laughs> yeah, Blake hey, Griffin. Uh, hey. hey, it's 10-22 and uh, Oklahoma still sucks, Blake. They still suck, and I'm still playing with an injury. And if Blake Griffin can't play, then his team can't win. I'm taking the Jazz <laughs> at home in this one. Chad, what's your first impression? Jazz at home. Clean, sweep. So there you go. Yes. Chad, send it right back to you. we got the Wizards taking on the Hawks
0: in Atlanta. What's your first impression there? Yeah, so this series is tied 2-2 right now. So we still got a game 5 to play. So I think the Wizards win game 5 and win game 6 to seal it. So I say Wizards in 6. I got Wizards in game 6, too. Well, it's not your turn.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought you were going around the horn. No, we've been going the same way the whole time. You went to Chad first. It's been slingshot. Have you not seen the slingshot happen? Well... I went with the Wizards, so, well, put it down. Fake news. I'll take the Hawks at home. Disagree with our expert here, just for fun. He's the expert. Coach, what's your first impression?
1: Uh, if the Hawks are going to rely on Dwight Howard being their key piece, I can't agree with that. I'm going to go with our expert. I'm also
4: going to go with John Wall and the Wizards. Okay, Spencer forfeits his pick for this round. <laughs> Celtics at Bulls, though, Spencer. What's your first impression? I picked the Wizards, and I also picked the Celtics.
1: Coach? I think the Celtics have rebounded quite nicely. The fact that Rondo is out for the Bulls does not help the Bulls at all. I'm going to go with the Celtics.
4: Yeah, Rondo, you pussy. You've got you to gotta sack up. Play their injury like uh, a guy I know, myself. Yeah, I'm taking the Celtics in this one. Chad, first impression here? So, uh, first
0: impression, Celtics going to win game five. They're going to make it 3-2. I'm going to say that Rondo has a chance to come back game six. If he comes back game six, the Celtics still win Ooh, Celtics
4: and six. There we go. A clean sweep on that one. Uh let's move over to the NHL. Chell. chill, Ch- And Chad, start with you. We got the Predators taking on the Blues. Game two. What's your first Yeah, impression? game two.
0: I'm gonna go with St. Louis Blues.
4: Okay, I will take the Predators. They don't have an N F
0: L team, so they gotta root for someone. I'm
4: not gonna i I'm not gonna side with our NBA expert on the NHL picks. So I'll take the Predators it's good point. here. It's a good point. Coach, what do you like?
1: Um just listening to Corey over the last two weeks. Nashville has been playing some really hot hockey right now. When you get hot ice, that's the right kind of ice to go to Nashville. Hot ice. Spencer, first impression. And you made a good
3: point. I don't want to go on his side. The Preds are
4: playing really good. I'm going to Nashville. Well, on this one, you don't get to choose what Chad chooses. <clears throat> we got the Oilers taking on the Ducks. The uh, Canadian versus Americana? Which your first Pick impression? The, Ducks. the D's. Spencer loves the D. Love the Ds. Coach, first impression.
1: Oh, Canada.
3: No way. On the road in
1: Anaheim? Hey, I'm going to stick with my Joe Thornton path San, San Jose Sharks. I'm going to go with the team that beat them, the mention Orders.
4: I'm taking the quack quack ducks in this one. My champion, Chad. First impression. The, ducks, the ducks fly together. Yeah, they do. They do. Chad, yep. right back at you. We got the New York Rangers taking on some city I can't pronounce, Senators. <laughs> it's America, uh, USA. Ottawa? America Ottawa. versus some other country. What's your first impression? Oh, one Ottawa is going to win this game. I actually have the Rangers. Well, it's not your turn, and I have the Rangers in this one. Uh, Coach, what's your first impression? Uh, I'm going to go with
1: with my coworker, Tony. He's a diehard New Yorker. It's, it's on his sleeves, literally. Tattooed. <laughs> so the Rangers fought hard in the first round. I'm gonna go with the Rangers against the centers in game two.
4: Alright, Spencer his pick. But we're running back to you, Penguins at the Caps. Pick the Rangers. Or I guess you
3: said the Ranges. Rangers. No R. Wait wait. wait, wait. Ranges. ranges.
0: Wait, Rangers. Wait, wait. The penguins and caps. Why are you singing Danger Zone
1: Why are you, you singing like
3: that? Um I picked the Caps. I think they're gonna win it all. Uh said coach, it before.
1: right back at you. Penguins-Caps. Uh, I as well have the Caps in the finals winning it all. I'm going to ride the Caps.
4: I got the Penguins winning this first game at least. Keep keep it competitive. NBA expert. What do you think about this last NHL? Oh, game two. The two are talking about game two. This game two. Oh, in that case, Penguins. <laughs> Fuck you.
0: <laughs> I got the Penguins winning it all, so I'm going Penguins on this one, baby. I love it. <laughs> They're going to win two on the road?
4: Yeah. <laughs> Back-to-back wins in <laughs> Washington. Did you not C. see
0: Washington's last series? Yeah, garbage. Come on,
4: I saw it. And Come that on. was first impressions. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you win some, you lose some.
0: Oh, let's kick you, it off. You guys lost first a impressions.
3: Lot.
4: Or uh, what's what's next? Well, we're gonna be in the nightcap here in a second. But did you write down all my picks? I wrote down the picks you made. There weren't. Did you didn't forfeit?
3: So you got like three picks. I circled all mine. So, um. What's coming in in the nightcap sponsored by Strange Amber
4: A beer for any occasion oh, Beer for Oh not occasions. that
3: porter Not
1: that porter
0: Oh
4: no Oh no Oh, oh no
0: That's a trooper though We're off the table <laughs> Hey at least he's not wasting a drop I like that pussy Rondo <laughs> Hey isn't he a former Celtic <laughs> <laughs> He's a former everything. <laughs> Fuck you, John. <laughs>
3: oh my god. Hey, you, oh. Got
0: you guys a <coughs> Oh man.
4: Oh,
3: I'm dying. <laughs>
4: I'm dying. dying. Strangeland with the extra carbonated. You're gonna get the entire to
3: the that <laughs> Not the other three. I'm dying. Um. Okay, we need to get into the nightcap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like face deep in the nightcap. Oh
3: uh, man. <clears throat> that was too much for a second.
0: yeah! Oh, right. Great radio, man. Nightcap.
3: <clears throat> yeah. So, we got a Pokemon story. Really, bro? Pokemon? Pokemon. Yeah. So. Can I catch your chi- shit? Chicago Cubs. Yeah. So the, the headline of the story is really, bro. Pokemon. Um. So Addison Russell is a uh, is a Cubs All Star. World Series
1: and a World Series cha- champion. World
3: Series champion. Um he started making a interesting push to other players in the in the Major League Baseball League. So he started collecting Pokémon cards to try and connect with his nephew. And now he has Major League players sign the back of Pokemon cards. Why you ask?
1: Ruining their value. <laughs>
3: Honestly. I don't know. It's kinda <laughs> cool deal that he's doing. Um, because he says that not every player gets a Pokemon signature offer. You have to you have to be kind of the same, um, I guess. Abilities or personality as the Pokemon.
1: Similar so, traits. So, like a Mike a Trout holographic
3: Charizard. That's not bad. That's no. not bad. If he's got a holographic Charizard and Mike Trout, or. I mean, that's a pretty good All I guy know to assign Russell, West, Russell Westbrook would be a Squirtle. Let's just say that. A Blastoise. A Blastoise. Because Blastoise. Huh. he's got to be top tier. War Turtle. <laughs> is it war turtle that's the angry you're right you're right war turtles the top one no Blastoise is the top one Blastoise, yeah so that's that's for
1: us whatever what do you guys think of this he looks like a turtle is what what do you guys what do you guys
3: think of this and can you name any other specific pokemon that that would go to a, a baseball player
1: i mean obviously if i'm addison russell I'm getting Pablo Sandoval to sign my Snorlax card very quickly. I'm not waiting on that at all. Oh, this is, this is.
4: I just googled fattest MLB player <laughs> 2017.
1: Oh man, he plays for my Red Sox on the 10-day DL right now. But uh, that's my that's all I know right now.
3: Chad, you got any, any special Pokemon? Yeah, you Darvish could be any Japanese Pokemon then. <laughs> like uh, They're YouTube? all Japanese. Mewtwo? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Mew or Mewtwo? I don't yeah. know. Uh, Which one's yeah. worse? Because uh you Darvish sucks.
1: <laughs> They're secret Pokemon, dude. They're like top of the class. I mean I'm just saying, I know a little bit.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so are we talking
1: like? I gotta know though, who's Pikachu? That's gotta be the biggest question, Daddison Russell. There, Ichiro. (laughs) You can't just pick all the Japanese
3: players (laughs) because
1: Pokemon.
3: He's quick. He's lightning.
1: He's electric.
3: I mean, you got another. I would do do Ricky Henderson to speak of you if he was still playing. Hmm. Not bad. Not bad. You, you got something? You got something there to coach? You're the one that asked the question. Pikachu's hard. I
1: don't
0: think, man. She's hard. He's got to be like. Uh, uh, I mean, I, to
1: obviously, I'm not in Addison Russell's shoes. I don't have his deck. I don't know what he's working <laughs> with here. Exactly. He may have too many Earth cards, and I don't know what to do with that.
0: Man. <laughs> Honestly, it might just be up to Addison Russell too on what he thinks each player. It's is. up to him. It's up so, to him. He said that. So I mean, we could, we could, we might not know who his Pikachu is. We could is. be way off. His Pikachu could be um, starting pitcher, or no, it no. could be Chapman. Who knows? It's gotta be a speedy guy. It's Look gotta at, be a speedy. How, what about his pitches? Hundreds.
4: Oh, Arabela's no. Chapman's Schuster. gotta
1: be Machamp.
0: For sure, <laughs> no, he already talked about. Know. He already talked about like
3: like certain pitchers get like like fire, like fire Pokemon, like they have fireballs.
0: Okay, well, the Chapman's definitely like, a charm. If
3: they're a big time, yeah, if they're a big time closer, mm. guys like that get the fire.
4: A Ponita or something like All that. I'll right. see what we're doing. Hey, with. who's the stro- Who do you think's the strongest Pokemon? Can you show me the clock? Because they should probably. The, whoever Barry Bonds is, the strongest. <laughs> you know, am I am I way off here? Can you show me the clock? Oh, and you- then there were some fighting Pokemon. Can you show me the I, I can only imagine there's fighting people Chinese in baseball. Is, uh, oh, Come on. Dude, Odor.
0: Odor's gotta be one of the fighting Pokemon.
4: Yeah, who who gets in a lot of fights? <laughs> Who's yeah. Machamp?
1: Odor
3: Machamp. Machamp. has Rogue to be. Has has oh, to yeah, that's a good Odor's
4: one. gotta be Machamp. Yeah. Or Machomp? Machomp. He's a fighter. Yeah. I don't know about baseball players, but all right. If you gave me enough time, I can come up with the whole thing. a whole. T- so does
1: that make Jose Bautista a Jigglypuff since he it's got not the fuck out? Yes. All I <laughs> was,
0: we have to push this segment another five minutes so I can be right on the over/unders. So Guys, I'll keep them going. <laughs> <laughs> but it's
3: time to close this thing down. We have nothing else to talk about tonight as far as sports go. <laughs> Thank you, Ballon. Uh, basketball for players. hosting us uh, as dude. a podcast. I love hosting the podcast. Thank you, Chad. Glad you're back with us, man. Of course, man. Anytime. Yeah. Uh, we needed that NBA talk because we were lost for a while.
0: Yeah, just wait till my NHL picks are even better. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course,
3: my co-host, old coach, coach Bean Chandonet.
1: Still trying to clean up his beer.
0: Beard or Beer.
1: Beer.
3: At
0: least uh, you didn't leave a full one on the table.
1: table. That's true. I didn't. You know. All mm-hmm. right. Some people on the show. I guess Which we
3: will bring up later. I guess I should explain myself. I have time. You got at least seven minutes right now. I forgot that this, this, that full beer was there. I thought you uh, were trying to play a prank on me. I probably did leave that full one there. You probably. absolutely did. I'll take your word for it, you should and I'll, drink, and I'll, yeah, I'll apologize.
4: It you should apologize to Strangeland and drink that whole beer.
3: I'm not going to drink a completely flat, warm beer. I'm not going to do that. It's a porter dude, for our a, listeners, too. You're drinking light. That's like chocolate milk, dude. I apologize and
4: for yelling at you, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I do not accept your apology. And we will we'll find to, a way to, to reco- uh, reconcile this in later episodes. Let's go this thing out. I'm so your host, good.
3: Spencer Spillman. thank you guys, all three of y'all, for giving me shit all night. We're the Sports Buzz, and we are out!
4: This party is officially over. <laughs>